no, she was in um, pre-K. She did formal pre-K three and pre-K four uniforms, drop-off lines, the real school deal. All that stuff. Uh, all that stuff. You and do that. You could just. She ended up being the kid that the teacher would move around to help the other kids who needed help because she was grasping it and all of those things. And so it was just at that point, I had just started staying home. So I was like, okay, I have the time. If it works, it works. If it doesn't work, we'll send her back to school. Mm -hmm. And she did one full school year. The next school year was a pandemic. Wow. So it was like, okay. So, but what, but what do you do? Like, as far as like, so after you do the homeschooling, Mm -hmm. like, what about you time? Do you have someone to take her? You have help or Um, I'm worried about if I homeschool him, you know, like, cause the time that he goes to school, I use that for me. Absolutely. And I even like, cause he used to go to aftercare and now he's in school from eight to two. So I'm like, okay, those hours I got to cram, get everything in. Everything it puts in. me more on a schedule because I'm not used to being on a schedule and that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Especially Same. as an entrepreneur, you got to schedule your days and it's hard because you'll have no one telling you what to do, direct you. Yeah. You really have to be a self-starter. I get me time. It's definitely Mm -hmm. redefined, right? Mm -hmm. Like it, again, she was in school. So I was used to that eight to two free time as well. So it was, it was redefined. It was, it is non-traditional. My husband's a firefighter too. So he only works two days a week. Mm -hmm. So like we have the luxury of doing things Monday through like Thursday. So Mm -hmm. I don't have to be out going grocery shopping with mm-hmm. people who have to go grocery shopping on Saturday because that's the only time they have. So, like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I can kind of move things around that way. It's definitely uh, like to be in control of your time, isn't it? It really, life changing really is. Have you had the revelation? Um, I was I mean, in the car. I'm being rich. That's rich to me. It's too, no, that is com- that is total wealth, and it hit me maybe like two years ago. But I was driving. Mm-hmm. And I was like in a rush. It's Wednesday and the car in front of me was going slow and I was like getting ready to go around him and it like a ton of bricks. I'm for what? And like we're, you make your schedule like you literally have no reason to be rushing to home goods. Like what? Bit of the anxiety too. Yes. Of having to be somewhere. It's all made up. Think about it. Think about how time is made up and how in my mind we're like, we got to get here at three o'clock. We got to get here at four o'clock. We got to get, and it's like, okay. And then at the end of the day, you're like, I, you're exhausted. You rushed. You did all of this stuff. Congratulations on that. Because <laughs> I feel you. I'm there right with you. I, I think I really do think that that is, that's wealth. That's rich. The yeah. money, the physical things. It's important. It makes the world Mm -hmm. go round. We can't Mm -hmm. act like it doesn't. Mm -hmm. But that stuff will come. And even just being able to have the time Mm -hmm. to to focus on your mental health. Like, Mm -hmm. I had the conversation with my husband. Like, being able to have... Mommy and mommy and mommy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, But just being able to have the time to say, like, we're going to focus on our communication. Mm -hmm. That's a luxury. Mm-hmm. Right. So I love that, that you said that, having communication, because, I mean, I don't know if you know my story of watched me, you know, for a long time. I did a lot of social media, back and forth social media, and mm-hmm. a lot of times that's how we communicate now. Relationships are communicating on social media. They're not communicating mm-hmm. in person. And... Even with that alone, you know, I've been through that, like the whole um, arguing with your partner on social media. Mm. It it can be entertainment for everybody else, but it is it is a very heartbreaking thing to go through and to feel alone and to feel that you have to. The only way to communicate is through social media. That's exactly what I was going to ask you when you were in that space. Were you doing it because I feel like this is the only way I'm going to be heard or were you doing it like... You're like, no, yes, that was it. I don't need the second answer. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. It was kind of like, 
ask everybody this is the way because sometimes you, you only get a response when you communicate through social media because nobody cares right nobody cares mm-hmm. when you're trying to communicate face to face with that one person they only care when it's like it's exposed to everybody yeah and so um yeah and you feel real alone you know a lot of times people feel like you're doing it for attention but you you post you get your anger out and then you're like shut the phone off fuck the world you know and you Mm -hmm. really don't realize that you're hurting yourself nobody cares you still didn't solve any problem no and nobody cares that's the main thing nobody cares you didn't solve your issues I had to grow up. I definitely had to grow up. Um, mm. That's a word, though. I took I took my personal business to Facebook one time. Mm-hmm. I do want to stand on it. I regret fucking nothing. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> but it did teach me that nobody cared. Like, and I and in that space, I wasn't looking for anybody to care. I personally accomplished what I came to do. Mm-hmm. Right, but I realized. I realized the amount of people that was like, oh, girl, what's tea? Like, bitch, this is my like, real life. And then I realized the amount of people that was just like, okay. And I was like, wow. Like, it was a great social media lesson for mm-hmm. me. Uh, let's start here. Hi, strippers. Hello. How are you? I'm sitting here. You're like, um, we're talking about homeschooling. We're talking about social media. Who are we talking to? Okay. It is the 50th anniversary of hip hop. And I feel like all summer, all year in my podcasting journey, I haven't, we, we ain't done no hip hopping in the streets. So we're going to do a little bit of loving, a little bit of hip hopping in case you are wondering, the Althea Hart is here today. Woo! I definitely feel like I'm part of hip hop. No, because you are. No, I definitely do feel like, and that was before I was on Love and Hip Hop. Nope. Absolutely. Oh, thank. But you gotta be. You got. I'm a. I'm a music girl. Like before there was ever TV. Yes. I'm a music girl, and I think that's one of the things. If I'm being completely real, that lost Mm. me about loving hip hop, Mm. especially when y'all started. I knew who who y'all were and mm. to see that translate on tv baby it was mad new york it was mad hip-hop it was mad all of those things but to see it on tv part of me felt like no mm-hmm. <laughs> close the door <laughs> like stop letting us see <laughs> right isn't that crazy we loved it until we hated it and then we and then we had to look at ourselves and real i mean well for me i mean i, th- I think maybe that's what people in general when you see yourself on television it's in your face. Mm-hmm. So you either want to take it and take good, you know, feel good about it. Norm- normally you're going to see yourself and don't like what you see. And normally is you're like, okay, I got to make a change in my life. Yeah. Um, but y'all gave, y'all gave realism before we were crying for realism or reality mm-hmm. TV. And I think that was the blessing and the curse. Mm. Like at that point, especially with the housewives, it was escapism. Mm-hmm. y'all came and gave us shit that we was going through on our own. You feel what right. I mean? And it it was great because it humanized you guys. But right. as a fan, it was also like, okay, they're not perfect. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Yay, they put their pants on like us. Like there was a little bit of me that was like, I don't want to know that Beyonce and Jay-Z be fighting. Like I know it, but I don't want to know. <laughs> I also feel like that's the difference between like when they say like you're a celebrity and and then oh I'm sorry I got I had a flood my flood my toilet oh, I honestly I think I flushed a tampon down down the toilet that's now real life it. but anyway so um it's better to flush it down than to put an extra one in no perspective oh, well but still because they're like yeah, because I just moved into my. I actually, just I actually live in Atlanta, uh, Miami now. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I thought you were still in Atlanta. I'm not in Atlanta anymore. I we moved... have a lot to get into. Let's start here. I okay. start every episode with the cheers because okay. the internet is big and you you could be talking to anybody. So cheers, cheers um, to being here and to having a good conversation. Thank you. Wait, here, have... you hear them in the background? Yeah, girl. Okay, so done. I'm doing an interview. I love it. You got to close the door. 
All right. <laughs> Let's. Okay. I love it. This, <laughs> this this is what stripped is about. Like this is the thing. No, this and I love you. Life. Thank you for wanting to interview me. You know, honestly, you know, it's been a challenge for me because you know I I went on national television and was my authentic self. I could just say that. And then mm -hmm. there did need to be changes. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Changing, seeing yourself on television and then, you know, loving yourself or seeing that you need to change. Right. And that's just mm -hmm. in life in general, even if you're not on television, you're growing, you're changing every day. You know you what I'm saying? Be. So I feel like, you know, it's, it's a lot of deaths and a lot of sadness, a lot of depression because whatever you're going through is like in your face. Mm, oh my mm -hmm. god can you hear them up there yeah i did an episode the other week me personally um we had to get our hot water heater replaced so maybe if i go outside because it's loud <laughs> come on wait hold on, <laughs> strippers if y'all have been here for the the totality of my podcast journey you know when i interviewed ebony k williams she took us on a road trip around her house she showed us some of her art so we love we love a change in location trip okay we're gonna we're going outside Peaceful yes out come here. on take me to miami all right we're night and day right no that is a big difference all right um so yeah we were talking about being on television and going through the changes of it, you know? Do you feel, well, my question was, how is your mental health right now? And do you feel like TV helped or hurt your mental health when you were in that space? Um, okay, so my mental health currently, so, okay, so yeah, I've moved out of Atlanta. Um, my business is still in Atlanta. Okay. I love Atlanta. Atlanta is different. Um, where you live? Where you at? I'm in Jersey, but I'm a South Side Jersey. Girl. Henry okay. County till I die. <laughs> okay. Have you been Atlanta? That's what I'm saying. I'm a Southside girl. I oh, was South in high school. Girl. Yeah. Henry oh, you went to school there? Yeah. I'm, oh. I'm at H. Stockbridge. 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 Right. I didn't go to college, but I feel like I went to college living in Atlanta. Okay. And um, I love it. I feel like it's a great, you know, place for anyone who wants to, 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 to start new and, and be whatever they want to be. A lot of opportunities. You know, I got into real estate. Um, and honestly, if I didn't get into real estate, I don't know where, I don't know. Like people think that they get on television and they're like, their life is just all, it's, it's all, it's just, it's, it's all a facade. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And you have to make the best out of every situation. And you see a lot of people who, you know, get started and then they lose it. They die. They, you know, they go through, they get hooked on drugs, whatever the case may be. And it doesn't end up good. Right. And so I'm just grateful that I experienced it. You know, um, I now want to, everyone, everyone wants to see the fruits of their labor. You know, a lot of times you get on television you get, you know, you meet a lot of people that take advantage of you, whether you put music out then you, you, you sell a lot of records and you realize you didn't make any money or whatever. There's like a lot of different stories, you know? And so um, I've done a lot of work in the entertainment mm. industry and um, I was able to balance that with real life. So, you know, whenever I got a check, I invested into real estate and thank God for that because, you know, we already know the stories with that, you know? So my mental health, you know, is, is good right now. I'm in a good place right now. And, um, but it took time for me to get here. You know, I was really angry. I was disappointed. I was sad. I was depressed. And, you know, I was entertainment. And I was sad and lonely. You know, my, my relationship with my son's father, um, you know, even though, honestly, I knew that uh, we were not going to be with each other, it, I still was, you know, was sad that it didn't work out because I became a single mom. And then I had to realize the decisions that I made. And at the end of the day you know, I made decisions. Like I had a long-term, I had a, I, I did a long-term thing without mm. even, you know, thinking about it. I just did, I just had a whole baby by somebody that I wasn't with, you know, and that's challenging and, and hurtful for anyone that has a baby and they're not with their partner. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a single mother. I like that you said that though, because some people are always like, oh, you know, I don't need it. I could do it all by myself. And for you to say like, no, I made a lifelong made a commitment. Mistake. Yeah, I made, you know, I'm a mother. I'm a single mother, you know, and I also know what I am 
you know, worthy of. I'm worthy of a husband, a man that respects me. But to get that, I have to show respect, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta was a part of my life that um, I'm grateful that I don't need it, you know? You know, mm. not that I would never go on there again or any other show. Of course I would. I love to get a check and I love being on television. But, you know, you know, it seems like a lot of these shows, you know, you get on them and then they, and then they turn against you. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely in that era of of we love to hate people. We we want to see the demise. Like, well, they, because I don't want to see that shit, but they like to see the demise of it all. I want to know, well, I... I know, cause I'm a fan. But tell tell the strippers. Let's go back to the beginning, right? Cause again, you said earlier you were hip hop before love and hip hop. Yes. So let walk us through that journey. How did you become hip hop? Was music always the thing? Was it something you fell into? Like okay, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be all the way one hundred. Like this interview is gonna be like okay. So I'm gonna get one hundred with you, okay? Okay. So everybody thought that when I got with my son's father that you know it was like oh I got with him and then I got on television right but it 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 he got me on love and hip hop okay but let's just even talk about dating right I'm gonna be 100 with you like mm -hmm. my son's father is not that wasn't the beginning of being around the lifestyle of hip hop like I was that I'm not gonna say I was that girl because I'm still that girl right but period before Instagram before social media like there's one thing to be that girl on the internet but there's one thing to be that girl in real life right talking <laughs> shit <laughs> and you know I was blessed to you know you know have you know I'm just gonna say to me you know I, I had a very serious relationship I don't know if, did you read my book I have a book. I didn't read. I didn't read the book. No, I have a book. But and I was in a very serious relationship. Um, and he owns a record label, right? And you know, experienced that whole thing of, you know, I've never been a wife. No. Now, but what year? What year was feel that? Like I've been a wife. I know what that feels like. I can understand that. What just for what context? What year? Like also that part what year were you dating the record labor owner just to put it in perspective okay so honestly i was i was young i was oh i'm telling my business now. <laughs> I, was I was about to say you ain't got to tell your age but tell us what year it was just so we can get a landscape for like music this was in the 90s this was in the 90s okay and um and 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 and, and, and it's not so much about money, right? Mm -hmm. When when you date a certain type of person that values you, right? That treats you good, right? Like I said, I was never a wife, but I definitely know what it feels like to, you know, be chauffeured, you know, all of that. Like, I know what it feels like to be a celebrity and not be a celebrity. If that makes mm. sense. Yeah, definitely adjacent. <laughs> I know what that feels like. Like, you know what I'm saying? I knew what it feels like to 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 walk um into Saks Fifth Avenue and blow money and, you know, have cars given to me, have houses given to me, have jewelry given to me, have money given to me. And we like, in the nineties, that's real money. And that was that, that that ain't no PPP loan, okay? Exactly. <laughs> that, exactly. So you know, to, and I feel like a lot of women have experienced that because I feel like it goes back to the type of guys that was around at that time. I feel like, and Tia, Tia said this on a podcast that she did, Tia Mari, but I feel like chival chivalry and being a man and being a lover was more praise. Like even the music that we got, Babyface. <laughs> I'll cook your dinner. I'll dry your bath as soon as I get home from work. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not after you tell me what you bring into the table. And all of those things are important. That's how you build. I'm going to bring something. You bring something. We're going to have a table and then we're going to eat for right. sure. Right. But it there was it was in the music. It was it was kind of pushed to us. Your moms and stuff were telling you, you know, when you go on a date, when he opens the car door for you, there's something that you're supposed to do 
once you get in the car. You know what I mean? Like yes, it yes. was just a social thing. So I can definitely see how the dating pool change, especially in music. It's so different now. And it's so like even with like the blue face and Krishan and you know, like let's just think about why he drags her like that. Cause she makes money. Well, that's what I, when I asked you about uh, taking the relationship to social media, I was going to say, because there is a part of me that feels like sometimes this is given to us because if you want to be in my business and I can make money, me having this conversation with this man behind closed doors, <laughs> he ain't going to listen and I ain't going to make no coin. If you're not going to listen, no way. Mine, mine as well. <laughs> right. Go get the chat. Right. But I also feel like a lot of women are, are you know, I never really was the girl that's like, as long as he's paying my bills, I'll fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm not a broke nigga, but I'm just saying like, you need I more. just feel like women is, is making it okay. As long as like, it's like, well, I get the bag. So it's okay. to, mm. to be. And it's not. Child, I've been with my man. I'm 33. I've been with my man since I was 23. I don't know. I don't know nothing. Tinder was not even a thing when I. I don't know nothing about the dating pool. <laughs> it changes your life. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm dating. I'm dating. Um, and, and how is that dating as a single mom? So I'll keep it all the way 100 with you. So um, I've never really been the girl, and that's been a problem too because you should date. Like women, we we get. Is my AC out here loud? Now my AC's loud back out here. <laughs> I hear it, but it's good. No, I wanted to be quiet. Hold on. Hold on one second. Is Justin live? Are we live? Mm-mm. Okay. Um, oh, my goodness. It's loud everywhere. Go outside. Do the thing. Right. But I think this is the piece, or I feel like, not I think. I feel like this is the piece that social media doesn't okay. typically give us. I'm in my car. Okay, because it's loud everywhere. All right. So, um, the dating thing for me, like, I've never really been the girl to, like, date, like, as far as, like, because with dating, you have to take the time to get to know the person, right? Mm -hmm. Which you should. And women should date multiple men. I don't care if, like, we've been brainwashed to think that women should not date multiple men, but you should, because how do you know who you should be with, Right. A lot of True. times I feel like, or for me, I just dated whoever it was, whoever was there. I accepted who was there at that time. Mm. And that's why I got caught up with a lot of men that were not worthy dating. because I just entertained whoever was there. So honestly, I've never been like the one to date and I'm, and I'm actually dating someone now, but it was, it was, it was through a girlfriend of mine. She, um, she was like... Let me, let me, let me see if, if, like, let me, let me try to hook you up with somebody. And I'm not going to lie. She did refer me, refer. <laughs> she, did, <laughs> she did, you know, we, we, we did, uh, you know, I tried talking to a couple and I'm going to be honest with you. It was guys that had money, but that did not impress me. Like if you can't hold a conversation with me and I joke, I talk shit, I joke. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm transparent, you know what I'm saying? I might have my wig on, I might not. I might I might, you know, you're going to want to FaceTime me. I'm going to I might answer the phone, no makeup. Like cuz I know I know what I I know what I bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like guys are so su superficial that it's like if you don't have a wig on, if they don't have you don't have a full face on, they're comparing you to the ones that got the full face and the wig on. So how can you win? Unless it's something that's really genuinely a connection is what I'm saying. Which is crazy because the nerve of anybody to demand a, a, a full face and want a wig, but then not want to come up off the check to be able to do so. Exactly. But that's the, okay, they're done. But that's the world that we live in. It's everything is just, everything is just crazy. And these guys can't even put up, is it fixed? I need to ask you for a big favor. What happened? All right. So I do property management 24 hours of the day. Mm. and i'm <laughs> i'm dealing with issues like this all the time right but anyway so um so yeah um what was he talking about 
We were talking about there being piss in the dating pool. No. We <laughs> were talking about what? There being piss in the dating pool. Oh, God. Yeah. So anyone who's married, like, I can't wait to say my man, my man, my man. I can't wait for that because I don't have the patience with these guys out here. I don't Girl, have. You're not going to have no patience for this husband, <laughs> child. These things, ooh, they a mess. Okay. They are a mess. So. <laughs> ooh. I look, and I know I'm a mess as a wife too. He be talking about me. We, um, I will, I will. How'd you meet him? I've known my husband since I was four. Um, but there is an age gap. So our parents were friends. Um, so I knew of him or whatever, and I always liked him, but it was an age gap, you know, four year age gap at like 12 is weird. You know, <laughs> you can't do that. And it just happened that life ended up when I was like 23, that we were both single. I was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna try this and see see if it's worth all of it. You know, we talked and whatever. I was like, okay, cool. And he flew out. I was in it. I was living in Atlanta at the time. He mm. flew out from Jersey. Mm. And by the end of the trip, I was like, okay, we go together. In my head, I didn't say that. And then it was Cinco de Mayo. We went out. It was my homegirl's birthday. Mm. And oh my god, the Jose Cuervo told me to tell him that he was my man. And we were texting all mm. night. I told him that he was my man, and mm. that man left me on red, which wasn't a thing then. But he left me. He left me on red. And I was like, "Oh, let's turn the phone off and drink somewhere." And the next morning, he texts me or whatever. He didn't say nothing about it. I'm like, <laughs> I am embarrassed. And then finally, he texts me. No, I was like, um, oh, did you see my message last night? And he was like, yeah, I saw it. Okay. <laughs> and mm-hmm. he was like, if you dead ass, I'm dead ass. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've been together every since. Oh, my gosh. I thought that man had ghosted me though. I was like, not me pouring out my heart, and he just left me on red. I was, I was so embarrassed, so embarrassed. Um, what was I gonna ask you? Oh, the real oh, estate. I got a topic to talk about that I wanted to talk about. Okay, go. All right. So, okay, because when I was when I was when I was on Love and Hip Hop, right? It was a, mm-hmm. I couldn't really be myself. Because I was in a relationship, and that was and that was controlling. And I really, you know, it's hard when, you know, like even, I mean, I honestly don't want to talk about love and hip hop because it's so long ago. But these are just points that, um, like for instance, like when I was on the show, I was getting called a hoe and everything, right? Mm-hmm. And I understand that my son's father and Sleazy was friends, right? I understand that, right? But like you have to understand when you are wanting love and you feel loved, you 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 gravitate to whoever's showing you love, even if the love is not even good for you. Right. right? And 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 so honestly, after being in in that type of a situation, I was cool off like being by myself. I didn't like jump into a whole other relationship because I, I I realized like I don't have to like jump into another relationship. Like you started the healing. I need, I need to jump into something good, something that's life changing, something that's like, what am I going to do next? Not just, just jump into something just to pacify me, not wanting to be alone, right? Mm-hmm. And so, one of the things I feel like people thought that I dated Nico as an adult, <laughs> and I like, did. <laughs> I did it. I don't even honestly even know if it happened, but I met him when I was in grade school. Like I was a child, so I'm saying that not to so say, bringing up the schoolhouse relationships, right? Trying Shad. to get there's like you're 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 intertwining me in with the women that you're dating now on Love and Hip Hop, trying to act like you dated me on Love and Hip Hop. You got whatever happened in grade school, which I don't remember. Okay, <laughs> and 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 you know darn well that whenever I saw you as an adult. Like you, you have tried to get next to me since grade school. You know darn mm. well that ever since that, you know, because I'm a dream girl, right? 
because I realized like, because, you know, I did a lot of videos, I did a lot of music videos, right? And I didn't even realize that, you know, a lot of times I get all the time that guys is like, oh, I used to see all your, you know, your pictures when I was in jail, you know, uh, yeah. your mm, videos. Source vibe, yeah. Jail. So, you know. For the, anybody listening, videos, major, major deal back in the thank day. God like, that you, I you, was, like, you didn't have songs and singles without videos. Um... So yeah, he was still trying to get some of this all these years later. And when I ran so I so through through the through the same people, he would try to get in contact with me and I'm like, oh no, no. And finally I ran into him in my building. He was he was actually dating someone who lived in my building. So we was in the hallway together. And that's when he asked me, um, told me that he was dating Mimi and that he was getting on love and hip hop. And that's when I was like, oh, well, I'm dating, you know, Benzino. And we could converse because, you know, Mimi was with Stevie. And I was like, oh, yeah, Stevie, you know. And, um, yeah, he was like, let's do a sex tape. That nigga would have had two sex tapes, not one. Because I'm sure he <laughs> did with Mimi. But, you know, and I, and I'm, and I don't want to be messy. But, you how know, did I, we get, how how did, I never really had a voice. And, and and since I'm talking with you, you're my girlfriend, right? Yes. But how did we get to sex tape? How do we go from I'm see I'm running into you in the hallway as I'm going to see somebody else to sex tape? They be plotting. They be plotting. You think women are gold diggers? Men are the biggest ones to plot. He he he. You know he was like whatever, just whatever, to get on the show. Whatever. I'm jaw dropped. Right. I said, no, that's not how I want to get on the show. Even even how I got on the show, I didn't want to be on the show that way. I really took my situation serious. Like, I had a whole kid by somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. check, my, check my record. Like, I ain't have to have a kid by him. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, you know what I'm saying? Nobody has to give me any credit. That's fine. I get, the Lord gave me all my credit that I need. I live a wonderful life. Come on, Miami. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Seriously, and it's so and, and and thank God because you know it you know it it don't it don't be what people think it is. And and that's that's why I stripped because it it don't be what people think it is like across the board in any genre, <laughs> TV, music, content. It don't be what people think it is at all. While we're on Love and Hip Hop, okay, so you know, Erica Spice, that situation happened, and then oh. people felt the need to have a sit down. I was very vocal that I thought it was stupid. I don't need to see a bunch of black people sit at a table and tell me about their black experiences in America. Like, I know. Um, but one thing that did come out of that that I thought was rather interesting was Yandy was saying that in spite of being very um, successful in the real estate market, this, that, and the third, she still keeps a white person on staff to get her um, permits and stuff because a the process- Yes, because the process is normally held or stalled or whatever the case may be if she tries to go and do that herself. Mm. Is that something that- I understand that, that but I don't, understand, I, don't, I don't understand it having to be a white person, but I could understand having a person- Cause I have that too, you know, someone who is, con you know, connected, but, but, my guy, but my guy is black. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Do have you personally felt, cause it, it is personal and different experiences and what feels racial to you might not feel racial to somebody else, but have you experienced, um, so Yandy was saying that meaning what, that she, what? Like, just that doors open a little bit faster, things can get done, the permits can get rolling a little bit if there's not. Well, that's not... a racist isn't that? I mean, if it's her truth. If if she's experienced being stalled as a black woman going in and then she's found success if a white woman or a white man goes in. Right. So, to say that, my honest opinion, and I'm going to keep it all the way 100, so, honestly, I don't think Erica Mena meant anything racist. I think she meant that Spice looks like a monkey. And that's her honest opinion. Okay. My 
and I hear people when they say that because because a lot of people I did a few videos on this a lot of people have said that right where you guys are missing me or what I don't understand is how how a racial slur cannot be racist like I don't care even if she felt like she was looking at a human being who looked like a monkey you also know that that slur or that saying is a slur so I don't understand how you can use it and be like oh yeah like I I as a white person I called you a nigger but like I wasn't being racist mm -hmm. what were you being I can understand that but I honestly I didn't I didn't know that the that the monkey is only associated with the African-American woman is that what it is well it's just african-american it was that okay. we, we oh, look okay. like them we, uh, the 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 color the the nuances from you know blacks come from my all of that okay all of that you know i get it i get it i get it but i just i i just feel like it offends who it offends if it offends you it offends you that's real you can't, you can't let everything offend you I, you can't, you can't let everything offend you, right? And some certain things are situational. For me, I'm like, even if it's minor, let's stand on it. Because I feel like across the board, when it comes to mainstream media, there is always a splitting of hairs when it comes to anti-Black conversations, mm -hmm. right? But no matter what I said, no matter what my intention was, I would not be able to explain it away if I said something anti-Asian, anti-Semitic, anti-LGBTQ. Like, we understand it when it comes to other groups, but then it's always like, a, well, what if they meant in the such and such? So me personally, But I public, can also say this, though. I do believe that... And, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm light-skinned, right? Mm -hmm. I do believe that white, light-skinned women may feel like they're superior for sure over the dark skin so you know and that goes back to you know erica minna is was like a, is like a main cast member on love and hip-hop right mm -hmm. she's beautiful she's she just did a whole bunch of movies on tubi right she's doing her thing right and she's at the top of her game a lot of people would say right so when you are in the spotlight and you have everything going for yourself, you can't say slurs and things like that because yeah. you will be held accountable. So I understand. I mean, it's so many ways that you can look at the situation. You know what yeah, I'm saying? And I, I said that once you get to a certain platform, you can't talk you like you're talking to your homegirl, to people right. who understand you as a human being and how your mm -hmm. brain works and what you mean. Mm -hmm. When you are on a platform, it's mm -hmm. almost like when you're like you're cooking for like mass people mm -hmm. and you use mm -hmm. less seasoning and things like that because there's going to be a variety of palates. There mm -hmm. are a variety of ears, mm -hmm. so you have to cater what you say. <laughs> um, I, but, I but, know she didn't think it was going to end up here, for sure. Right. But, <laughs> but then... Um, yeah, you have and, to. But I also accept that be an example. You can't that we have live a different existence than black women who are darker than us. Like that's that's just a fact. We have a different experience, even just in America, than they do. Even as we're connected as black women, so I definitely understand how it's situational and and how it's situational. I don't know. <laughs> Well, they set her up. I, don't, I mean, it's, it's a hard situation when, when you're at work and you get set up. So does that happen? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Because, you know, she went below the belt. But then she went below the belt. But now it makes everybody around you look crazy because you were around a whole bunch of African-American women. So it's like all that judging is going to come, you know. But I could also understand her as a mother. She was like, fuck that. But then it's just, I don't know. Like, hey, I don't know. So, so is what that... I can say is when you get to a certain level, don't let them trick you out of your spot. That, that's exactly what I was gonna ask you because because <laughs> it, it, it was given we got to get the big dog up out of here. It yeah. was giving. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've yeah. seen it play out before. Yeah. But does that does that trickery? of production happen or is that like 
an overused trope of I'm blaming the editing. Yeah, well, a lot. Well, a lot of times when you're in that situation, I mean, from for me, when I got on it, you know, I and I and I um, threw something at Carly Red. You think I did that on my own? Or I was told to do that. You know I always, so as a fan, I have, of reality TV, I have always felt like things like that were done because it, it, it's a bubble. There's a protection or a, real life consequences don't exist in that space, mm -hmm. right? So if you make me mad and real life consequences don't exist, I might react in a way that I wouldn't react if there's always a possibility that I could end up in jail faster. You know what I mean? Um, and I've been in jail a couple times. <laughs> oh my. That's, I, did that? you see when I got locked up on some foolery mess? Because, you know, and TMZ was outside. I'm like, when since when TMZ be outside in Georgia? <laughs> how y'all get here? <laughs> Okay, so is it is it like you should throw this drink or is it more of a, well, you know, we could get you more camera time if, like, is it implied or is it directly I feel, like? I feel like it's a bunch of, I feel like, I feel like it's a lot. I feel like it's a little bit of real life. Well, it depends. You know, some, some cast members, they have to feed stuff to, you know what I'm saying? Some cast members, they... They don't have to, you know, some cast members are already turned up. So they, you know what I'm saying, doing it regardless. You know what I'm saying? But it's definitely a combination of all of that. You know what I'm saying? They definitely give you, you know, like, for instance, my situation was, and I hate even talking about this, but fine. Everybody, okay. Uh, my, my son's father had, I think, gave Carly Red his telephone number. I had just, just changed my phone number in real life. Okay. So I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember if he changed his number or not or whatever case may be. But in real life, he's messy. In real life. You know what I'm saying? So it's hurtful <laughs> when you're defending your man, you know, and then you find out that he's really messy in real life. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a combination of all of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but they definitely, but that, but that was true. He really did give her his number. Mm. So it's just what so it is. So now it's, it's real life at work. You go on reality TV, you just roll with the punches. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot because a lot of times, how does the other person even know your business? Because it's planted. You know what I'm saying? But it may be part of your real life. You know what I'm saying? So that goes back to whatever, whatever made Erica Mena react like that, it hit a nerve. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and you have to learn to not let it, like, you got to be so G. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, when I went on Love Goals, I kind of learned how to handle my emotions more. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you saw the, that. I that. did. And I can, I can see that. And it, it was like, I was just tired of fighting. You know what I'm saying? I was tired of fighting. And, you know, it, it, it is what it is. But that's just sitting there and you're like, damn, this is like, this is my real life. Like, damn, like, I really got to find a nigga. Like, I'm really single. <laughs> I'm really like, okay, like, this ain't it. Take my racks on. That ain't hot. <laughs> that's not at all. Not at all. It's not. So you, <clears throat> well, y'all famously get asked to leave after season three at the end of the reunion on Love and Hip Hop. And then we got off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the fuck? I shit. We got kicked off. And you know what's crazy is that Foxy Brown, I was signed to Foxy Brown. I don't know if you knew that. So I was signed to I didn't know that. Foxy. You did or you didn't? You didn't? I did not. Oh, yeah, right there. That's unsolidified right there, hip hop. What? I knew you was signed. I didn't know you were signed to her. I was signed to Foxy. Forget, forget, forget whatever men I dated. That's that's, that's fucking the thing. lit. You're not gonna put oh Althea just dates. No, yeah, Althea dates who she wants to date. That's the thing. And I had the biggest names after me. I'm not even gonna name drop. 
You know what I'm saying? Like the biggest names. Not rappers. your favorites, favorites. Your favorites, favorites. Okay? <laughs> that oh, is right fire. There. Okay? And so I dated who I wanted to date. Okay? And yes. Okay, like, fuck the men. Tell me about, tell me yeah, about so I was Brown. Like, How did you get I there? I was hot. You said what? I said, fuck the man. Tell me, how did you get to Foxy Brown? How I got to Foxy Brown? Like, okay. Bitch, that's a flex. So I got to Foxy. Yeah, when she says, Fox and Althea in a pot of blue two-seater. Think about the song. That's out. That's me. And Foxy, and I'm saying shout out to Foxy because Foxy told me don't go out on the reunion. She was I'm like, flabbergasted. she was like, she was like, she was like, she was like, Fifi, let me come down there. Let me come be with you. And they, they was not trying to have that. Oh, hell no. They wasn't trying to have that. Cause it, it wouldn't have moved the way it moved. The Foxy was there. <laughs> Hello. You know? And so honestly, like I didn't have to be a part of that reunion. Like I, and that's the thing about it. Like we ain't have to go out like that. You know what I'm saying? When I well, got y'all didn't father, have to go out like that because Benzino screaming, get off of me, <laughs> is something huh? that I quote to this day. I said, y'all didn't have to go out like that because Benzino screaming, get off of me, is something that I quote to this day. What? <laughs> get, get off of me, get off of me with the mics. Oh my God. I mean, I'm glad he stuck up for me, but that was some... Any anybody that puts you in that much drama, that's not good. No, not at all. And you know, it was a mess. It was a mess, but out of that, you guys created a cute little one, right? And now you you and the little one have seasonings. Yes, we do. <laughs> okay, so tell us about that. How do we, how does one even get into the seasonings game? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> So, um, so, so how did that come about? Okay, so I'm going to be honest with you. So me and my son love to cook together, right? And then he also loves to cook with his dad, right? And he gives me a hard time as far as, like, doing anything on video. So, like, if I try to, like, take a picture, I don't want the camera in my face. Get the camera in my face. But if his dad does it, he's charming and does everything, right? So he... Didn't he, he, him and his father would cook and his father would post it on social media, right? Because he's a social media king, right? That's I'll cute. Not today. <laughs> That's cute. That's real cute. But, you know, and that's what women do. We take something, we, we take a house, we make it a home, right? We take five dollars, we, we flip it, right? Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. what, what was uh, Keisha Keyor? Keisha you know, He took it, <laughs> what? What's her boyfriend's name? Uh, Gucci, Gucci. Mane. Gucci Mane's money flipped it, right? That's what flipped we do. It. I took my advance money from Def Jam and flipped it. That's how I started real estate, from my advance I got from Def Jam. See, I got a whole story. I'm so I dope. the funk flex nope. moms right there. Nope. I mean, just like Jay-Z be like, don't let nobody rush your greatness. That, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a diamond. That's fine. Nobody has to even know. You know, no, that's it, hard. In due Taking time, the advance and flipping it is, in due is time. fire. And I even get my whole advance. I had a million dollar deal. Ke Kevin Lau and Leo Comey signed me off of one song that I went and got and sang, gave it to Foxy's brother, and he took it to Def Jam and they signed me. Okay. So, one song? No, friend. That was giving that girl real bad. Yes. 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 So it hurts me and as it would hurt anybody who doesn't, you know, get, get, you know, the credit that they want. You know, everybody wants to be viewed in a wonderful light, you mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. but I got labeled as a villain. You know, I got looked at as a gold digger. I got, it, it was everything bad, you know what I'm saying? But then you're like, okay, well that comes with fame and that, and it does. Right. But what hurt me was that my home life was miserable. You know, I can I can take what people that don't know me because I'm close to my family. I got the same friends from high school, you know, all of that. But it, it, it's hurtful to argue at work and then come home and argue at home. And argue, yeah. And be alone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So 
That's the thing. Because if you can't have fun at Bella Noche's. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So I don't know if you know or if even the strippers know. Bethany Frankel was on her reality reckoning bullshit, honestly. Mm -hmm. But the question is, do you think that reality show cast members need to be unionized? I mean, okay. People love to not give credit to reality stars. They love to downplay reality television, but reality television is the new thing, right? Um, I I feel like that we should. Um, The thing about entertainment is about negotiating. And it's all about, you know, getting residuals or just making money. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if you are, you know, and as as reality television is was big, if 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 you're big, but it just becomes, I don't know how to explain it. Like we're like so big, but a lot of people are broke. Right, right. You guys are being exploited. True. How how can you keep working and and then it becomes a facade, and then it's like so. I feel and like, then it's a facade that has to be exposed. It's all a scheme set right, up by Todd. Right. So, so the only people that's making the money are the producers and the and the production or the you know, and and that goes back to business. So I feel like now that so many reality stars are now looking at the business, mm. it's just all about making the business make sense because you are an entertainer. It goes back to. You know, and then not only that, as being a reality star, we have to provide everything. We have to provide the wardrobe. We have to provide, I mean, how you look is how you look. Right. And they don't care how you look because it's, 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 they don't care. But then it becomes the expense of the entertainer. The expense that's already not being paid for. So it it gets (laughs) weird. (laughs) It gets real weird. You know, people ask me all the time, oh, I never really see you out. I never, because there's no money there. Hello. I don't care I about where the money resides. I don't care about just being seen. Like, I have big bills. <laughs> and they don't give no discounts for paying them things on no. time, baby. They come no. back every month. Oh, congratulations. No. Do it again. Damn. No. And then you're no stuck breaks. With, And then you're stuck with, yes, lip gloss. Come on. And then you're stuck with, uh, I was on this show. I was on that show. I was on this television. Did it, I did all of this, and I got nothing to show for it. But you have to. But you have to still do big, good business because if you don't, then you get out in the streets, and then people are gonna be like, "Oh, out there, there is it this all horrible falls- circle." It's not like back in the day where you just had to show up and they fit. You had the managers that paid for everything. Like, cause when I did music videos, I was dripped in diamonds. I had a, a stylist. I had a, 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 I had a, I thought I was a celebrity. I had everything. <laughs> yeah. They, they come in cause they put, they put the money behind it. It's not like that now. That's crazy. Cause I don't understand how they win all the time. Because even when it was like that, they were winning because they're fronting all of it. The artist thinks they live in large and then they come in to recoup. So that's how the artist ends up broke in that era. Now they're not even fronting it. You have to pay for it. And then they still not cutting no checks. It's all a scam. It was a lie. (laughs) It was all a lie. All a lie. I'm actually screaming. Wait, I really made myself laugh with that one. Um... So we have two little games here that we play just designed to get behind. And then I'm going to let you tell us what you got going on. But Naked Hours is what is one of the hardest lessons that you had to learn? Why was it difficult learning it? And do you feel better on the other side of learning it? Um, Okay. So one of the things I had to learn. um... The devil can't stand your worship. You see how? Can you hear me? I can hear you. I just can't see you. Oh, so you can still hear me. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I had to learn was that I am in control of my happiness. Mm. 
And I was such a G growing up. Like, you know, when I when I did those music videos and 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 and, and was exposed to a lot, I was I was I was a little girl. Mm. And and um let me find you. And and you know, like I said, we have you have a choice. You you don't have to take what everybody gives you. No, you do not. No, you do not. <gasps> That's a bar right there. <laughs> so when you realize Ooh. who you are and you start to make the good decisions for yourself, that's when your life is going to change. Mm. Okay, Naked Hours, I like that one. Mm. I do like that. <laughs> so we have a game here called Bear It All. We've recently got new questions in the cup. So you are the first round of the new Ooh. questions. Just, you know, a little a little fishbowl game designed mm-hmm. to let everybody all know. We're all we're all human. Okay. <laughs> like we are all the same. What is your question? Come on, paper. Upside down. If you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Lobster. <laughs> no, for real. My mother just left my house. We ate lobster and crab and wine every more every day. She wants seafood and wine. Literally, I'm booking a flight. Like what? <laughs> lobster and crabs? Yeah. I want my I want my champagne in a red cup. I can't because it might get messy. It gets slippery sangria. and I break the toy. Sangria. It's not too I... I'll take it. White yeah. or red sangria? White. No, no, red, yes. red, red. Red? Oh, it's a party now. Red. Yes. Red sangria. I'd be like, <laughs> yes. Now now I'm eating the, the lobster standing on the kitchen island. But okay, <laughs> we gonna, it'll be a good time. I, that's, I do. I just said I want a lobster po' boy. Yes. Mm. And I got a Costco card. I get all my stuff from Costco. Like, I, you know what? I'm done with getting bamboozled on social media. You see this food, it'd be so good. The restaurant be so good. You get that? It'd be not, it does not be like that. Not at all. It don't be like that. It really don't. Not at all. I only I want- hate when I go out to eat and it come and I really be like, damn, I could have made this. Yeah, enough is enough. Mm-mm. I love my Costco card. Oh, so you a Costco member? <laughs> You know, we here. We here with that, baby. You know, you're going to go. grilly. And yeah. I want my 2% back at the end of the year. Some Hello? <laughs> some, some slippers. Walk out there like a new babe, okay? A new bitch, okay? Listen. <laughs> listen. Let me tell you. One that's, day I was in Costco. You a wife. That's for the wives. Costco, <laughs> the wives shop at Costco. You know what I'm saying? See, I'm not married, but I, you know, I'm a wife. I'm married, I'm married to myself. I'm married to myself. And I love it. I was in Costco one day and they had some joggers. It's like a couple winters ago. They had some joggers and it was cute. I said, oh, I want the joggers. And I I got the um the Apple card. And you know, your cash back goes mm-hmm. to Apple, whatever. Girl, I went to pay. I had money on the Apple card, the Apple cash. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was like free cash. I said, oh, I got free clothes. Cause that's how <laughs> I received it in my girl math. <laughs> That's what it's about. It's about using cars that you get cash back. You know? Hello. Yes. All those little I things. Need, but... I need my cash back. I need mm-hmm. to have a, a coupon for it. Mm-hmm. You can call it whatever you want. My husband said to me last night, he was like, I love your little cheap ass. I said, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm going to save my coin if I don't do nothing else. Um. Okay. So before before I let you leave, Yes. What's next? What are we doing? What's what's up? So I had to reconnect with you know, just people that because because honestly, what I what I did learn was that a good friendship is hard to come by, like mm. relationships. Um. So it's just for me right now, you know, I had to make a couple phone calls, and I'm about to be I'm in the studio here. So I am about to release new music. Hello. And I'm getting back to my roots. And I just want to be known for anything that's good. You know, I am talented. I have a voice. 
I feel like my voice had got taken away from me and I had to get my real life together. I have a son, you know, and mm. I get real involved in his life. And a lot of times I'm like, you know, I don't really care about entertainment, but I am a hustler. I have dreams. I don't want to, you know, we're all living the, the dreams of what we dreamed years ago. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And my dream was always to be successful in entertainment. And I have a voice. I'm a singer. So that's that. That's my main focus right now is to put good music out and to get back to that level, you know, because I released, you know, I did music on um, Cradle to the Grave with mm -hmm. DM and, you know, I was signed to Foxy. And these are these are like, I'm not signed. I was signed to some big things, you know, and um Another thing is that, you know, a lot of times, you know, people only get 15 minutes of fame. I've dragged mm. this shit out for 20 years. <laughs> and Snatching it by its edges, baby. And, you know, I just see myself bigger and I'm growing and I'm still on that journey for greatness. That's, that's, that's the point. Period. Period. I like that. Come on, new music. We in the still? <laughs> yes. Okay. I like that. You gonna have to come back and give us a little, a little exclusive listen, a little yes. listening party. Yes. Yes. Okay. 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 I enjoyed this. Yes. This was good. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Strippers. Um. You know. That's what we do here. We have good conversations with good people. Hopefully, you're outside being a good person. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's not your judge. And that's okay. I respect that. Just keep it in the house. It's free to be nice to people. So go outside and do that shit. All right? Mm -hmm.